Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Hey, I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and that's what this show is about. Our theme for this year has been Thriving Again in 2010, and we are so, so absolutely jazzed about that theme and what it means and what it, what it has meant for so many people that listen to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Pat, and uh, thank you for naming the show The Dr. Pat Show. Many of you that are new listeners don't realize that um, a number of years ago, the show used to be called Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, right here in this network, by the way. That's originally where the show started. And then I believe it was around the end of 2004, uh, the listeners just out of the blue and Benny started to call me Dr. Pat. And before we knew it, we said, you know, we're just going to change the name of the show. And there it was. So every day I get feedback from you all that listen to the show. And more importantly, we have now created an instant feedback way for those of you that are listening to this show right now at work to be able to communicate with us. It's very, very cool. And so let me just tell you about it because you're, you're going to want to be talking to my guest today, whether you call into the show or you participate through the instant feedback. If you go to our website, Dr. Pat Live or the Dr. Pat Show, right on that home page, there is a way for you to very simply type in your name, where you're calling from or where you're connecting from and ask your question and hit that submit button. That is the coolest thing that our, you know, our incredible technical, uh, uh, wizard Oliver from, uh, from Germany has created for us and it's been sensational. Uh, in terms of how you all want to communicate. Today's show is about a topic that I I have to tell you, without pointing the finger at yourself, you can you can pretty much know when you're when you're doing this. You know, Christine Carlson's joining us here today. Um, she's been on the show before. Her latest book is Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women. And she and I were just talking before uh, the show that we know how to do this a bit. We also know how to move beyond the small stuff. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about Christine. It's so great to have her on the show. You know, she has taken uh, the world of human potential by storm. Three bestsellers, An Hour to Live, An Hour to Love, The True Story of the Best Gift Ever Given, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff in Love. Oh, boy, that's a tough one. And Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women. That's what we're talking about today. Phenomenal success. And also, you'll know, her story is heartbreaking as well. You know, she has carried on the work of her late husband, Dr. Richard Carlson's work. Um, and he's the guy that came to all of us and said, hey, don't sweat the small stuff, period. But she has continued his work and added her own phenomenal twist to it. That's why she's here today. She's been on the Today Show. She's been on Empowered Living Radio, The View, The Oprah Winfrey Show. She's been on the Dr. Pat Show. But today she's here to talk to us about how we can be the best we could be, live in the flow of energy, and as women, don't sweat the small stuff. 
Christine, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Pat, so much for having me on again. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, let's talk about what small stuff is. I love this. I, I can't wait to talk to you about this. You know, <laughs> let's talk about small stuff. Let's talk about um, the whole idea of small stuff, because I did introduce you as carrying forth the work um, of your husband, and when when his work came out, we were all like, oh, yeah, this is right. Why are yeah. we spending time on this? But there's this next level of this that you've taken it to, and now we're talking about women. What is the small stuff that we get hung up uh, on? Well, you know, I mean, I, in some ways, um, I just as in life, I mean, that's quite a paradox for women, you know, don't sweat the small stuff and women in the same sentence. I mean, because really, I mean, we we often define ourselves by the small things that happen in our lives. And, mm-hmm. and even the fact that we're mothers and we have children, you know, it's like children are the small stuff we sweat. You know, it's like everything that we do revolves around everybody else all the time. And so we're often we find ourselves like crystals and clocks running the show, running the households, running careers, running, running, running. And we're just, we're trying to do so much. We're trying to do too much all the time. And I think that that's, um, you know, the very nature of Don't Sweat the Small Stuff is about um, taking personal responsibility for your own happiness. That's at the cornerstone of the philosophy itself, you know, that that you have to take responsibility, sort of take your life um, and take the reins of your life in your own hands, like navigate your own ship. Don't let life navigate you. You be in charge of yourself. You be in charge of life and not in a controlling sense and more of a responsive way to life as opposed to a reactive life. And that's like the key is that when you're sweating the small stuff, you're really reacting to life as opposed to um, as opposed to responding to life. And if you notice even those two words, reaction or response, there's a gentleness in the word response. There's a kindness in the word response as opposed to reactivity. And even, you know, you can just translate this. That's why the books were so wildly popular, and we had eight books in the series, you know, for work, for love, for money, for um, teens, because that that very basic idea about um, keeping perspective, you know, becoming responsive to life as opposed to reactive. I mean, talk about having the ultimate power and control over your life or being empowered. It's like that that would be like if you really knew that being um, having perspective was having control, then that that would be motivation. And there's like 800 chapters to teach you how to do that. So. <laughs> well, it's very interesting because, I, you know, I'm really struck by, well, first of all, I want to congratulate you for carrying this work forward. Oh, it's you. some of the most important, um, uh, I think, the most important body of work right now that we could be looking at. Yeah. And I, I remember when the original series came out because I remember giving my boss a copy of the book. Yeah. Now, I'm not recommending that for people that are listening to the show right now. Um, but uh, there was something important in in how to pass this message on, and you know what I was suggesting is why don't we use you know why don't we use this book as a tool for our group? What's interesting is that I, I think I learned more from this series and your books as well, especially this latest book, than I think you could learn from some huge textbooks on psychology or philosophy, because those things just go on and on and on. You get right to the point. Well, the thing is, you know, Richard really had a formula for identifying 
you know, these books came out of our lives. They really did. Yeah. You know, the things that we did right in life and also the things that we needed to, to learn ourselves. And so, you know, these come out of real life. That's why they resonated so wildly across the world because these are issues that are generic that we all face. And, you know, the thing is we all, when we wake up in the morning, you know, we we're all have our own psychology. We have our own filter system. You know, but what we all have is the choice, not always how our life is, but how we move into our life, how we move through our life, you know. And these books and, you know, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, the one that I'm writing right now, which is Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Moms, you know, these these books are all about practicality. They're all about common sense. It's all about identifying the problem and then looking at the the personal practice, the spiritual practice, really, that you can um, do that's practical, not something like it's not about sitting on a cushion every morning, although that's great, and and meditating 10 minutes a day. That's part of it. But it's about how do you move practically through your life, which is going to help you in the end feel like you've lived the kind of life that you're here to live, which is to be kind, gentle, compassionate, grateful human being. And, you know, those those aspects are things that I think everyone across the board, you know, they want to be those things. And and the beauty of what Richard started in his in his whole philosophy in the Don't Put the Small Stuff books was that he told people, look, this stuff doesn't have to be airy-fairy. This doesn't have to be way out. You don't have to be at a Buddhist monastery to practice this stuff. This is about living life right. This is about living life in a way where you really truly make a contribution to the people around you and you get to feel fulfilled and purpose-driven and that you're a nice person in this world. You're kind and you're gentle and you're compassionate. And, you know, I mean, what, what, what else is there? Well, I will tell you, because some of the things you touch on in this book, and we're going to talk about them, for those of you just tuning in, I am so thrilled. Christine Carlson is joining me here today. This is a really cool book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women. I want to just tell folks that you've gone through and you've identified, I just call them 100 small small stuff, 100, th- 100 things pretty much for us to really take a sneak peek at and do something about and I love the format of this book. And the other thing that I would say, because you address it in the book, you know, we as women, we can be juicy. Oh, absolutely. We can be juicy women. <laughs> we need to be juicy. We need it's to be it's juicy. Like, it's you really know, at the core of who we are. I mean, I'm telling you, it's like, come on, give me a squeeze. You'll see that I got the most succulent, juicy stuff going on in my life. But we forget that. And I think the reason we do is in your first um, in the first part of the book, the very first, um, let's just call them number one item, wish Wonder Woman goodbye. That is so painful to do. I mean, oh, who doesn't is. want to be Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman? Yes. Warren, <laughs> even in that in that chapter, you know, what I'm really addressing is this, it's sort of like this need to be everything all the time. You know, it, it's, it's, it's impossible for us as women to just take it all on and and be you know be at our best at everything all the time i mean and and that's sort of the whole idea behind that chapter is that you know that you have to let go of this idea that you are wonder woman because it really thrashes you you know basically i think when you have that concept that you have that expectation of you of yourself then you're just equally beating yourself up when you don't meet those expectations and that's sort of what that's all about is 
becoming kinder and gentler and to yourself. And it's not that you don't give 100% of yourself to everything you do. You do, but you give it with the understanding that that you don't, you know, that you're going to pick and choose and you're going to, you know, you're not going to try and do it all because I I always found in my own life um that when I tried to do it all, I pretty much had a breakdown. I mean, I yeah. pretty much would just have a meltdown because I just yeah. I could do it for a while and then I'd be like screaming at my kids and <laughs> and I'd be doing everything wrong, you know, and exactly. so that that's really where that strategy came from is just realizing, you know, that you have to pick and choose and you know, and, and and we do as if you, especially if we're moms, you know, or even if we are full time career women, you know, we we have to take the time um, to nourish ourselves and our spirits and our souls. Well, we're going to talk with Christine Carlson. Actually, we're going to go through and pick some of these, some of her favorites, some of my favorites. But you're going to have to get the book to get all of them, uh, because I'm sure you'll come up with your own favorites. And so remember, you know, as as she starts the book out, pretty much saying is the bumper sticker that she found said, I am woman, I am invincible, I am tired. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Are you tired of hanging on to things in your life that hold you back? Get ready to reclaim your fearless nature with Annette Bingham. Annette has been a catalyst for helping people achieve maximum results. Known for her breakthrough approaches, she will assist you to unleash your true power. Her unique distance healing techniques have been empowering people globally. Get ready for a life-changing event to step into your fearless nature. For more information, visit AnnetteBingham.com or call 432-770-4062. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qigong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind body practice. iiqtc.org. How would you like increased health and vitality? Would you like relief from acute or chronic health issues? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? Would you like relief from allergy, weight, and digestive issues? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural technique. Whether you seek relief from health issues or desire to live at your optimum health and vitality, contact reflex analysis is a profound method which detects imbalances at a subclinical level, restoring health issues before they arise while increasing vitality and longevity. Discover CRA. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Every day we're moving toward wellness or away from wellness. I'd like to be your partner in achieving your optimal health and well-being. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Hi, I'm Don Brecky. I chose two years ago to get on the Take Shape for Life program. I lost 30 pounds and kept it off over two years. I have more energy. I get out of bed without backaches. It's been a life changer. Hi, I'm Dale Gardner. With the Take Shape for Life program, me and my wife lost 90 pounds together. 
And that was two years ago, and we feel great. Get healthy with the Take Shape for Life program. Get clinically tested products from Metafast and support from a free certified health coach. Visit simpletolose.com to learn more. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Today's tip is brought to you by David Emerald, author of The Power of Ted. Call a timeout every now and then. Set your watch to remind yourself every two hours to take a look at your intentions and actions. Have you been focusing on reacting to problems or creating outcomes? Have you been responding from the victim role of the drama triangle or the creator role of the empowerment dynamic? Take time out to review your intentions and choices, making sure that you are, indeed, focused on creating the outcomes you want in your life. That is the way of a creator. Here's to the creator in you. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or a comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I, I'm so thrilled to have Christine Carlson back with us today. So but before I just jump ahead, I wanted to mention to you that um, you can go to Christine's website, and there's lots of information there, information about her events, the forum that she's created, her books, media, you name it. Um, go to Christine with a K, K-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, Carlson.com. Check it out. If you Google the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, you'll find her as well uh, because this is really a time for us to just step back and start to look at some of the things we can incorporate into our lives so that we really can experience the slide and glide. Christine, thank you so much for joining the show today. It's so great to have you back. Oh, no, it's a pleasure, Pat. Thank you. So I've got to ask you, um, there are a hundred of these, and we're going to get to some of them in the book, um, but I would love for you to talk a bit about the, the format of the book, because first of all, I have to tell you I love it. The way I work with this book now that I've read it is <clears throat> I open to any page. Um, that's how you know I look at it. I keep it by my side, my bedside, and I open any page, and I'm able to go to whatever that page is, and I look at it and I say, huh. Do I need this one today? But let's talk about why you created this like this. And then I have to ask you, which ones of these have been the most difficult for you to implement in your life? Okay, well, let's begin (laughs) with, um, you know, Richard really um, was sort of the predecessor. He wasn't the first person to do a small book format or small chapter format, but he was right in there like... um, yeah. 10, you know, 13 years ago, he came out with Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And, you know, the beauty of these books is that you don't have to read them in order. There is no order. And it, and it is, it's a great way to use it as your, you know, early morning meditation practice is just to open it up. I mean, oftentimes you find these books on, on bathroom counters because <laughs> they're that kind of book where you can just open it up, sit down, read it for like three or four minutes, and you're done. And you've basically read something inspirational, motivational, and it's given you a practical um, tool that you can take along your day and work with, you know, and and that's that's the beauty and the simplicity of these books for for lifestyle today because our lifestyle dictates that we are on the go and we have been for years and years and years. I was just saying to you, you know, I wrote Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women nine years ago and 
nine years ago, I, we were still, you know, faced with the same problems of doing too much and feeling like we were overexhausted as we are today. So it's it's like the issues haven't really changed that much. In some ways, they've gotten harder because we've we've had to make such huge adjustments with the economy and stuff too. Well, what's really interesting about this is in preparing for the interview, right? Um, I had to go and get some new technology. Well, first of all, I spilled a drink in my brand new laptop, and so that, you know, they thought that was fixed. It wasn't fixed. So I I procrastinated. And then my cell phone, of course, was ready for an upgrade, and the battery on that was gone. And so here (laughs) I am now over the weekend, right, This, you know, the the whole thing with the labor. So I go in to get a phone. And so everybody says to me, get this droid phone. Everybody's getting the droid phone. You can be plugged in. I get the phone, and I bring it home, and I had one of these small stuff moments, and I want to ask you about this. Out of all the things I have to do in my day, this phone didn't come with a book, with a manual, because nobody has paper. No. You can go online. You can take the training video, and, and, and the kid in the, in, in, the, in the office says to me, we're doing a 9 o'clock training on Sunday. And I, and I thought to myself, I got this phone, and I brought it home. I couldn't make a call. And oh my I God, thought, that's hysterical! You got I'm this having phone a to make your life moment. easier. I mean, and then it's just it's it's way yeah. That's, and then that's it starts hysterical. to ring, and you're like, I don't know how to answer my cell phone. You're saying I want my old phone back. <laughs> well, I'm sitting here and I'm reading your book at the same time, and I just thought, you know what? Let it go to voicemail. It's just not worth my time and energy. But there's a whole new level now that you address in the book for us as women to really be mindful of. I mean, I'm pretty good technically. I really am. And I still haven't been able to figure out how to speed dial. I spent an hour on the Internet looking up a forum that people talk about how do you set a speed dial. And I just thought to myself again, I am not doing this. Wow. I'm just going to go back and I'm going to have somebody show me how to use this because it really is a good phone. But I watched how quickly I spiraled downward. And so I looked at some of the things you put in the book. And I wanted to ask you, out of all of these in here, what is your, what are, if any, your top three? Well, you know, you bring up a really, a really good point when you say you spiral downward. And, and in the Don't Sweat books and in Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women, there's a lot of chapters about, you know, not letting your moods get you, um, get off your hamster wheel. Um, we, we talk a lot about in the Don't Sweat series about how your moods and your thoughts affect your reality. And, you know, it's like we could take anything that happens in our lives and if you're not aware of how it is affecting you, meaning that, you know, being aware has to do with really taking note of your own thinking patterns. And uh, Richard wrote a really amazing book called You Can Be Happy No Matter What, which I would really recommend anybody reading because it has like the five principles of this whole philosophy in it. And you know, one of the main principles is really being able to see um, see how your thoughts affect affect your moods, and how you really don't necessarily have control over your thinking. Like, I'm not suggesting that people take a negative thought and making it a positive one, but but to note when you are spiraling down that I call that your hamster wheel, and and basically as you sort of take this philosophy and you start to work with it in your in your psychology in your life, you start to realize that. 
we are thinking creatures just like we're breathing creatures, that, that we have these thought patterns and these tapes that we play in our heads. And no matter what happens, if, if something happens, there's a certain tape it sends off in you, and it's your own tape, you know. But the key is to being aware of what that tape is, you know. And some people, something bad happens to them, and they become like Eeyore, you know. It's like all of a sudden, woe is me, here we go again. Um, and, you know, and they start going on that line. And can you imagine if somebody doesn't know they're going on that line, where that train is going to take them? You know, basically it takes them right to the dump yard every time. And, you know, the whole idea behind what you just said, which was so wise, Pat, is that you you can see yourself spiraling. And, and that's a really powerful word because, if you can see yourself spiraling, the very act of seeing it is what gets you off of that spiral. And that's the beauty and the simplicity of, of healthy mental functioning is that it's not like you don't have to do anything to get off. All you have to do is be able to see it. Does, does that make much sense to you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, just seeing it was enough. And, of course, you know, I'm surrounded by an amazing team uh, of people uh, that all of them have either these droid phones or these iPhones or these smartphones or I don't even know the names of these phones, right? Yeah. And all of them are kind of like, ha, 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 don't worry about it. You know, we'll show you how to do it. And then you get in front of them and they're like zipping through and they're, you know, they're, uh, it's amazing. And so in the moment that we run into things like this, and I just pointed out, you know, just one idea of it. There are a couple of things that you refer to in the book, though, that are so incredibly important. And I don't remember the exact language, but one of them has to do with the media, about not becoming what the media says we should become. Uh, but yet, at the same time, you also say, uh, and I think this is the one I nailed uh, in number 55, age gracefully. Because I don't think the media lets us age gracefully. Yeah. So there's this, there's this kind of relationship between these two, especially for women. Well, I think, like, um, the one that you're speaking of is don't compare yourself to the media measuring stick. And, Thank you. And then age gracefully, you know, they, they really go hand in hand. And it doesn't really matter what age you are because... Even if you're a 20-something year old and you're just a normal 20, you know, 23-year-old woman, you know, if you compare yourself to the media measuring stick, you're not going to compare very well because it's not real, you know. And and I think we've we've heard a lot about that, but we really have to soak that in. I think as women, you know, we really have to take stock that every woman is a beautiful creature. I mean, really, every woman is beautiful, and you have to really feel that about yourself. You know, it, it has to be something real. And something you know deep, deep within you that that you feel that way. And and the whole thing about aging gracefully, you know, it's like like for me, I'm I'm now 47, and I'm um you know I'm, I feel like I'm like just arriving in midlife, you know. And I'm really, I mean, after what I've been through with Richard's death and stuff, I'm really grateful that I you know that I I just I'm grateful that I'm in my 40s now. I mean, I, I the the early part of these years for me were really difficult, but now that I've come through that, I feel like I'm in a real receiving mode. I mean, I'm I'm a woman now. I've lived a full life. I have wisdom that comes from all of what I've learned, which is a full life of love, a full life of raising children, a full life of career. And, you know, now I'm in my 40s. I mean, this is a time to celebrate my age. You know, this is a time, like, you know, and I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, there's some things that are happening, you know, whatever. But I, and there's some things that you can do, and everybody has to have their own 
barometer for that. But for me, like personally, like I look at my smile lines and I would never do anything about my smile lines because I feel like, whoa, I love those because it means that I've had so much to smile about, you know, and it's like my crow's feet. I love those too, you know. They they, they are <laughs> character lines, you know. And well, I think, I'll tell you the thing that I've done about them is I've gotten the most incredible of organic makeup by Vapor to oh, put nice. on them. There's nothing like it. And, you know, I mean, it's interesting that we're talking about this because, you know, I I look in the mirror and I think, okay, I don't even see them much anymore. I don't know if it's too busy or that we have come to a place of acceptance for ourselves, Christine, right? Yeah. But d- despite what we're getting bombarded with, when we come back from break, uh, what I'd like to talk with you about is you know some of the some of these ideas that you present in the book that are just so brilliant but one of them in particular really caught my attention this idea about excess baggage what it is how you talk about it and what women can do some people say that we're really good at carrying just loads of baggage around and yet at the same time i also know we're very good at letting go Let's take a short break. When we come back, Christine Carlson, don't sweat the small stuff for women. Simple and practical ways to do what matters most and find time for you. You can send us a question by going to drpatlive.com or the drpatshow.com right on that home page. Just ask us a question. We will get it on air. Or if you like, please go ahead and make a comment. We'll be right back. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Nishama Living, where your optimal health begins with awareness, grows with knowledge, flourishes with proactive solutions, and is practiced as a way of life. Nishama Living is dedicated to wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. The Nishama Living Hour is coming to the Dr. Pat Show. Get ready to regain your natural balance. Take control of your health and vitality and build your foundation for wellness with Nishama Living on the Dr. Pat Show. Reservage Organics offers you the most advanced anti-aging product available. 
our organic-based resveratrol formula, brought to you from the heart of our exclusive vineyards in southern France, has been clinically proven to reactivate your longevity gene and help preserve your youth. By including Reservage Resveratrol in your daily regimen, you can enhance cardiovascular function, metabolism, mental acuity, and collagen production. If you want to regain your youthful radiance and enhance your longevity, do so with the world's finest resveratrol from Reservage Organics. Why wait? Visit your local retailer and start the anti-aging process today. Reservage Organics, committed to the extension of youth naturally. Available online at Reservage.com and at the Vitamin Shop, Vitamin World, and Whole Foods Market. Visit Reservage.com and feel vitality today. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program, here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Oh, it is really cool to have Christine Carlson joining us here today. You know, the latest coming from her is don't sweat the small stuff for women. Simple and practical ways to do what matters most and find time for you. It is such a powerful and much-needed message, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Um, we've got a couple of uh, instant feedback questions, and um, before we kind of get to some of the things that I talked about before break, I would love to get some of these questions or present some of the comments to you, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. Um, one of the things that is one of the messages that has come through is a message from Jim, and Jim says, uh, "Thank you for giving. Thank you for giving Christine's website out. Hey, how do I get my wife?" To stop sweating the small stuff. <laughs> I love this question. Isn't that funny? Because you know, everybody, everybody is always. Not. Don't sweat the small stuff is always for somebody else. You know. <laughs> well, I can think of a few people I'm ready to send the book to, but don't forget, I've already read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know that that's um that's always an interesting thing. You know, how do you how do you bring something to somebody else's attention, or, you know, yeah. and I always say, you know. There, you don't find the right time if, if the desire is there, but it's like what you said, Pat, is like what do you want to commit to your supporting her not to sweat the small stuff? And that that's really, I think, the question that Jim should be asking is that if he feels like she needs it, then how can he help her do that? And maybe both of them could read the book together. Yeah, you know, yeah, and there's don't sweat the small stuff good. in love, too. He could go in the back door of that and... And uh, read "Don't Put the Small Stuff in Love" with with his wife, and then and then hand her "Don't Put the Small Stuff for Women" on a on a special day with a box of chocolates and a and some flowers. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. Hey Jim, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, this next comment or question that's come in is a bit different, and um, and I'm going to try to read the whole thing to you. It's pretty long, but I'm going to try to paraphrase some of it. It's from Sandra. Sandra's. Um, Instant messaging in from, um, I think that's that's Canton, Ohio. Okay. Sandra, thanks. Hey, thanks for sending your comment or question in. Um, so, so her question is, a lot of us, or I think most of us, have worked our ways into jobs that are not fulfilling and management and bosses that can't, that, that don't tell the truth or don't keep their commitments. Um, my boss is always angry, even though he doesn't show he's angry. And um, and I don't think I'm alone in this. 
And so would you consider this small stuff? Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, well, you know, the thing about, you know, Tricky. that we as as individuals, what we have to face in life, and, and I, I think that, you know, she brings up a very, yeah. you know, that's a very um, a challenging situation that she's yeah. in because it's her livelihood and she has to go there every single day and yeah. just to go there with people who aren't who aren't living healthily. It's, it's not unlike what kids have to endure in high school, you know. It's like they go to high school and, they leave their families, and it's it's not always healthy where they're going. And you know, but the but the challenge of that she's facing is that you have to create an inner sense of well being, and you have to look at your outside circumstances. is It's really nothing more than a challenge or test to that. That mm-hmm. as you develop yourself on the inside and you work on who you are and your own mental health, you will be amazed at how contagious the response is to the outside world. People, you know, good mental health is truly contagious, just like the flu. Mm. Mm. You know, one of the things she brings up really relates to um, one of the items in the book, that uh, Christine, and that is define your small stuff. I found this to be the most challenging, and maybe that's why you made it like number 99 or something in the book. No, number yeah. 98, define your small stuff. I found that that opportunity that you put forth has been probably the most difficult because what's my small stuff, right, may not be your small stuff. Exactly. Right? No, exactly. And that is a difficult. It's It's a difficult thing because oftentimes our small stuff are our blind spots, you know, and you could even ask a friend or your partner to help you with that, you know, to help you define. That's a very brave thing to do, but it's it's important because, again, it's through awareness, it's through self-awareness that we can create mental health and well-being. And so by defining, you know, what it is that really rocks you, you know, what, what are those things that are your trigger points, those things that take you off of your balance point? You know, when somebody says something at work, when you have a mean boss, you know, how do you protect yourself from that? You know, how do you change that? Well, the only way to change it is through your own perspective about it. And one of the other, you know, one of the one of the things that we talk an awful lot about is seeing people as, um, you know, innocent, seeing them how they were when they were uh, babies born and how they are going to be when they're old people, you know what I mean? And, and noticing that, that, you know, if somebody is a bully or somebody isn't um, well at work, it's it's because you know of how they're feeling about their life. It really isn't personal, and it's just it's a it's a hard situation that this woman's in because she, you know, it's like hard to say to somebody, you know, you're going to go eight hours a day or ten hours a day, and you have to you know spend all of this time with these people that you don't even really like, you know, and and they don't treat you well, but. But what else are you going to do? Your only, the only recourse that you have is, is to really change, you know, how you feel about this situation from the inside out. It's empowering to know that, that you can take personal mm. responsibility for your own happiness no matter what. You know, the other thing you say in the book, though, is don't fight fire with fire. My goodness. I had a situation um, this week where I was in a moment where someone was literally screaming at me and threatening me, and in that moment, you know, my childhood came up, living in the Bronx, right, on the concrete jungle in New York City. Oh, wow, yeah, that triggered you. Oh, my God, and there was a moment where I felt threatened, and then I Mm -hmm. caught my breath. Mm -hmm. 
and I responded with kindness. But what I think you're saying is that we really have to be cognizant of this because a lot of times our reaction is to fight fire with fire. I mean, think about it. Think about road rage. Yes, absolutely. Well, again, it goes back to what I was originally saying is is that not putting the small stuff is really all about becoming responsive to life. What you did by catching yourself was you responded to the situation rather than reacted. If you had not been um, responsive, you would have just reacted with more anger. You would have, you know, you would have fueled the fire. And and oftentimes in conflict like that, when somebody is reacting towards you, the very worst thing that you can do is just is just come back with a reaction because then you have like two people fully out of control just reacting to each other. There's no response whatsoever. And, you know, often if you take a deep breath and you really maintain that inner sense of composure and even though you may be triggered just like you were, you, you will find that you, you'll find that in yourself, in your health, that offering love and compassion and kindness will completely diffuse the situation. And it always has when I've done that. And I've had both experiences at different times in my life, you know, where I've reacted and it's just fueled it or I've responded just very calmly with, with kindness, love and compassion. I love that. It, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about when we come back from break, and, you know, I, and I, I just want to let everybody know, it, you know, in the book, um, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women by Christine Carlson, Carlson, my guest today, not only are we, you know, does she tackle some of the most challenging things, but she also talks to us about how we can create an amazing life. That's what this book is really about, how we can create an amazing life. And so part of the things that you talk about in this book are stepping stones, if I can say, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, that, to do that, don't you think? Well, yeah, I mean, even, you know, for me, like, you know, I realized, um, like I said, I wrote this book nine years ago. My husband, I had written chapters in this book, like, be able to stand on your own two feet. Mm-hmm. You know, I had actually written a book that I realized I was referring to internally my entire grief process. I mean, that... You know, here I had written this chapter, be able to stand on your own two feet, and here I find myself in loss, losing the, the love of my life, you know, and and everything that helped me get through my grief process is in this book. Yes, and much more. When we come back from break, we're going to talk about one of my favorite things. We have a, we have a theme right now here on the team, and the theme is um, we're building a mountain, and we're inviting people to come. And so when we come back, Christine Carlson gives us a little advice about this. Climb your mountains one step at a time. We're going to find out what that means. We're going to find out how you can create, how you can build the mountain that takes you to that gateway, to that beautiful, beautiful sky where your dreams live. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and my very special guest, Christine Carlson. We'll be right back. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Vasily is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Pat-Show.com for listening times in your area. 
Sign up for the weekly newsletter to get advance notice of guests, events, and special offers. Visit thedrpatshow.com and get ready to live life all out. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time. Hi, I'm Brenda Ball. And I'm Tony Ball, and we've been married for over 25 years. In that time, we found ourselves putting on a pound or two per year, and next thing you knew, we're 30, 40 pounds overweight. That's when we made the choice to get on that Take Shape for Life program. After being married for 25 years and struggling with weight that whole time, I'm actually now two sizes smaller than my wedding dress. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can lose those extra pounds. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I want to mention that if you have any um, uh, comments or you've missed any part of this show, it is very downloadable. You can Get it um, either right here on the network or you can go to the drpatshow.com or drpatlive or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. Look at, we have made this available to everyone. Someone asked me a question the other day, um, are you going to start charging for your show, the downloads? And I was talking to my friend Steve Maraboli and, and I said, why would we do that, Steve? I mean, why would we charge anybody for information which I, I believe is information that is a universal message. And so, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep bringing you the best of the best, like my guest today, Christine Carlson. And so here's the deal. If you want to find out more about her, go to her website, christinecarlson.com. That's with a K, Christine. And then the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff for Women. You know, as the earlier um, message we got from Jim Look, if this is something that you think your spouse, your wife, your significant other could benefit from, take the journey together. Uh, Christine, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I have to really talk with you about what you've included in this book 
that where you say climb your mountains one step at a time. We have a theme here. We say we're building a mountain and we're inviting people to take the journey with us. Mm. It is the gateway to the stars. Mm. And, you know, and if you ask different members on this team, they're going to have a different way of talking about it. But you say climb your mountains one step at a time. And I, I found this so incredibly important. But yet there's also a spiritual part of this, isn't there? Yes, absolutely. Well, the spiritual part has to do with, you know, I, I, I firmly believe that when we're in alignment with our purpose, we're also in alignment with the present moment. And, you know, when I wrote this strategy, Climb Your Mountains One Step at a Time, I was really referring to, you know, the challenges often that, that look like challenges and mountains. Mm-hmm. But if, if you keep your attention right to the present, you keep it right in front of you, like right one step at a time, nothing is challenging. You know, it all becomes effortless because you're just taking it inches by inches. You know, it's like that whole idea that the journey of a 1,000 miles begins with a single step. But if you keep your focus just very present on life, then the fears of the future or the, you know, or the um you know, things in your past that might be running you aren't affecting your journey today. You know, you're Mm. really practicing presence. And to me, there is nothing more important. Like, there is only really truly one thing that you have to do. All the other stuff falls into place. But if you can practice presence, really being in, in this moment, you know, that's where life is really happening. Life is not happening tomorrow. Life is not happening yesterday. Life is happening right now. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter what challenge or what problem you're facing. You will talk to people who are, you know, in deep grief, who are in, in illness, who are facing cancer, and they will say to you, I am fine in this moment. I'm here. I'm breathing. And, and it's amazing how much of all of the fears and the worries and the stress that we have is really created from that one issue of not staying present. Oh, there's no question about it. And, you know, I can't help but ask you, especially you, someone that has gone through what most people would call incredible tragedy. But I I have to ask you about forgiveness, gratitude, and what I call appreciation, because I don't really believe appreciation and gratitude are the same thing. No. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you how these three, let's just call them ways of being, have been instrumental in your life today? Well, you know, um, one of the philosophies I think that really helped me tremendously in grief was that, you know, Richard and I believed that there really weren't any accidents in life, that that everything did really happen and does really happen for a reason. And while that's not something very comforting that you want to say to somebody in grief, they'll probably throw something at you if you say that to them. (laughs) I I know. deeply felt that in my heart, the one thing that kept me from becoming very embittered was that, you know, I I could sit with myself and I could see all the blessings of my life and I could also see that this was part of life too and that while I didn't understand it, while I couldn't, you know, make peace with it in the moment, I knew that that in time I would come around to realizing that, you know, this is part of life, this is something I have to embrace. And I knew that I would come through to that place of acceptance in time. And, of course, I didn't know how long that was going to take, and nobody does. It's it's a very individual process. But I am extremely...
extremely, um, just extremely full of gratitude at the life that I had of complete and utter love with my husband and, you know, just of everything about it now, you know. And, and I think that that's something, you know, you have to give yourself the permission to not be in gratitude all the time too, like because then that brings you back to gratitude, you know. Like I obviously wasn't grateful that my husband died, you know. I wasn't. I wasn't sitting there going, oh, wow, this is great. You know, I, I wasn't. And nobody is going to be in tragedy and be grateful at that time. But to have that basis of understanding that that's just, that is what it is, you know, that, that you're going to come around the circle of that. And on the backside of that, through the doorway of acceptance, comes gratitude again. And, and gratitude's like an, a portal into spirit. You know, it's, it's a portal into um, into enjoyment, it's a portal into accessing, you know, inner wisdom and joy. Wow, that is so beautifully said, and you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, having myself ended a long-term relationship last year, I the one sentence I hate that people say all the time is, "Oh my God, things happen for a reason." You just I know. Want to smack them, don't you? <laughs> But you know what they do? Well, I know they do. But you know what? That is not to be. I didn't see that in your book. To be yeah, I know. the people, right? When they're in the middle of a tragedy. No, it, it, no. it's not what you want to hear when you're in the middle of a tragedy. Yeah, we don't. But you know, you and I know they do. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, the universe conspires for a greater good. But in the moment, it doesn't seem like it. No, but I'll tell no, you what. what you've been able way, to... and it doesn't matter. You know what? Right. You know, losing your house. Nobody feels like that happens for a reason. Oh, nobody yeah, feels please. like you know, and it, it isn't. And your reason will become clear, but only in time. You know, only in time will it make sense. You know, and that, take a oh, moment to cry with your best friend. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. That, that. that feel. You gotta feel to heal. You really do. You have to mm. take the time to move through. You know, whatever comes your way, it, it's it's not about being an airy, fairy, positive person all the time. It's about being graceful in life. It's about accessing grace in your low moments and and mm. getting through those with the most equanimity that you can. And it's it's really about bouncing back fast. It's about wow. Thank you, thank you, Christine. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Christine Carlson. Everyone, remember, don't sweat the small stuff. Yep, that's the message today. We'll see you next time. I can't be seen Tides that I tried to swim against Broke me down upon my knees Thank you for listening to The Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Thursday for another dynamic hour of The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile.